Jewish Audio on Kaban.org. The Kidnapped Groom by Asheron Baltazar All the Jews of Berdichev, along with many visitors, streamed toward the home of Rabbi Levi Yitzchak, which had been a hub of activity for days. Bela, an orphan adopted by Rabbi Levi Yitzchak and his wife, was marrying an exceptional young man who was also parentless. Well-wishers kept the door swinging on its hinges, and the wooden table strained under the weight of the gifts. Rabbi Levi Yitzchak and his wife struggled to properly thank the crowds. Even the renowned Rabbi Mendel of Vitebsk, a dear friend of Rabbi Levi Yitzchak, came to convey his blessings of Mazel Tov. It was a joyous occasion for all. Amid the din of the celebration, no one heard the faint clopping, which slowly grew louder and more aggressive, until the shelves and tables rattled and shook. A hysterical scream confirmed the worst. Run! Hide! Bandits are coming! The townspeople scattered with an air of familiar resignation. Doors slammed, locks slid shut, and the streets emptied. No one wanted to be the next Jewish martyr. Hired by the local duke, the bandits had come to collect a new Jewish bargaining chip. They weren't picky. The first person they found would suffice. Amidst the panic and confusion, nobody bothered to check on the groom, who was swaying in deep prayer. It was his wedding day, his personal Yom Kippur, and the man wanted to appropriately prepare for the moment, engrossed in meditation. He didn't hear the screams, the resultant clamor to escape, nor the bang on the door as the duke's men burst into the synagogue. The men grabbed the groom-to-be, threw him onto a horse, and thundered triumphantly past the shuttered homes. Their reward was waiting at the estate. When the galvis faded and the dusk had settled, people slowly emerged. Who was it this time? A nervous count was conducted, and the groom's absent discovered the bride sank into throes of despair. The town people watched the wailing young woman helplessly. Rabbi Yitzchak, however, held up a reassuring hand, looking unruffled by the panic around him. Please, calm down, he requested. I promise we will get him back, and you will still celebrate your wedding day. His words managed to instill some quiet and the bride sat to catch her breath. True to his word, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak immediately set out for the duke's estate, accompanied by his friend, Rabbi Mendel. Wearing their silk Shabbat finery, the rabbi strolled unperturbed, as though merely out for a pleasant walk. When they arrived at the handsome gated estate, they strode past the guards without a second glance. No one attempted to stop them. Even the guard dogs didn't bark. Through the corridors and past countless rooms, the rabbis walked, until they found the duke himself rolling on the floor of his office, drunk. Unlike his staff, the duke greeted his unexpected company with the appropriate outrage. What are you vile Jews doing here? He roared. How dare you get into my house? Rabbi Levitzkak didn't flinch. We've come to ask you to kindly return the young man you kidnapped. Today is his wedding. <laughs> a bribe? The Duke cackled. Is that what this is? Oh, you come to bribe me, but I won't have it. Even if you offered me 5,000 rubles, I wouldn't take the money. Rabbi Levi Yitzchak leaned in close to the Duke. What if we were to give you 10,000? He whispered.
Fine, bring this sum, said the Duke, and I'll release him. But remember, nothing less than ten thousand, or you'll be seeing the door next time instead of the young man. The rabbis left the estate, clinging to a sliver hope, but they had no idea how to, pu how to procure such an immense sum. A coach suddenly appeared, seemingly out of nowhere, and came to an abrupt stop near the rabbis. The door swung open and a richly clad man held out his hand, inviting the rabbis to join him. Reb Gedalia, who was just returning from the merchants' fairs of Jaroslav, Poland, certainly wasn't expecting to see two of the country's most prominent rabbis standing at the edge of the road. Of course it was his pleasure to offer them a ride in his well-appointed coach. Settling into the upholstered leather seat, Rabbi Yitzchak asked, how were your affairs in Jaroslav? Thank God, said Rev Gedalia, grinning. I've earned 10,000 rubles. Oh, wait, here's something for the poor. He rummaged through his pockets and produced a heavy pouch. Here's 10% of what I made. There, there should be 10,000, there should be a thousand inside. One-tenth of 10,000. Bless you for your kindness, said Rabbi Levi Yitzchak. However, we need 10,000 rubles to redeem a prisoner. If you're willing to provide that sum, I promise you'll have a share of my world to come. Rib Gedalia didn't hesitate and immediately handed over the full sum. Now, said Rabbi Levi Yitzchak, not only will you be rewarded in the world to come, but you will be rewarded in this world as well. Please tell your driver to direct the coach to the Duke's estate. The rabbis found the Duke exactly where they'd left him, except this time he was sleeping. Rabbi Levi Yitzchak shook him awake. The duke greeted them with curses. I have your money, 10,000 rubles, as promised. The duke cocked a bloodshot eye at the pouch. Scarcely believing his good fortune, he reached for the money and barked at his servants to free the young man. Escorted by a guard, the groom appeared shaken but otherwise unhurt. Tearfully, he thanked God with a small prayer. We still have enough time for the chuppah, said Rabbi Levi Yitzchak. And true to his word, the wedding, the wedding proceeded without any further hitches, celebrated with utmost joy. As the festivities began to wind down, he called for Reb Gedalia. I promised you a reward in this world, so follow my instructions. Tomorrow, stop near the bridge spanning the river and wait by the bank. And indeed, the next day, Reb Gedalia found some trees near the riverbank below the bridge and settled in to wait. Through the bridge's wooden slats, his eyes followed some overloaded wagons rumbling overhead. Then he heard, then he caught something. He saw something. It was the duke pressed down on his horse, racing for the bridge. In a flurry of hooves, and it all happened so fast, his horse and its rider barely reached the bridge's center when one of the wooden slats splintered into pieces. Horse and rider plunged into turbulent river and disappeared. Rebgodalia stood as he close as he could, as he dared, waiting for the duke to reappear. But all he saw was a small wooden box floating on the river's currents. Rebbe Gedalia opened it. Inside were his 10,000 rubles, along with jewelry, which he gifted to the new married couple.